The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What is up? Hashtag Colts Army. This is Colts fans in Bills land, the podcast. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts and alongside with me, as always, my my trusty confidant, my my fellow uh, survivor here in, in Western New York, uh, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Brandon, how are you today, bud? Uh, not man. You know, uh, it's it's snowy. It's cold. Um, there's still no football. It's like, you know, the it's a it's a dark dark depressive time man oh yeah a lot of time for training camp starts man long time yeah i mean the nfl news stories and stuff still coming out but our first like i mean this isn't our first sunday without football you know obviously had the pro bowl vacant weekend and uh before the super bowl but yeah it's like damn this sucks i miss it i feel like i feel like it was so long ago that Philip Rivers was our quarterback. I feel like it was ages ago. <laughs> I really, really, truly do. It's uh, yeah, I'm fiending, but that just makes me want to more in September. But yeah, we have a long, a seemingly long way to go. I think we're about 73, 72 days away from the NFL draft. Oh boy. What are we going to yeah. do? What are we going to I think to uh, do? today's 30 days from the start of free agency. So we've got a, uh, we got a while. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. So we but of course, we're going to keep on trucking here. That is what we do uh, as the Colts fans in Bill's land. We're going to keep putting out episodes. We have we have stuff that's going to be worth your while. We got a fun little game to play again. But uh, first and foremost, we want to talk about a little bit of news uh, happening. There wasn't a whole lot. It was a pretty it's a pretty well, it was ex- uh, it depends on how you look at it. Let's just say that. Oh, one one uh, one big piece of news. I forgot. Yeah. Um the Bills still have zero Super Bowl wins. So yeah. <laughs> I love you. Gotta get my uh, first dig in there. Yeah, gotta do it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. My, one of my friends bought me a replica Colt Super Bowl ring the other day. Uh he sent it my way and I was in uh, the second I got it, I don't know why the first thought thought that came to my head was this, but I'm like, man, can the Bills even get a replica ring? <laughs> no they can't no. even get a replica data uh, not found <laughs> <laughs> error error um so i was pretty proud of that one but uh so the carson well, no, oh, well, that was really cool like all the orphans in africa have so many bill super bowl champs shirts you know like think about that keep them nice and warm like back in the 90s man those could really be worth some money right now Hey man, they just got some AFC champion shirts this year. So, you know, we're uh <laughs> keep them coming. Sweet Jesus. I love this show. Um <laughs> so the, the only there was a couple pieces of news um this week is is really what all that we have to talk about today. Uh the Carson Wentz saga continues for the Indianapolis Colts, all right? It's there's a whole lot of pushing and polling, whole lot of politicking whole lot of Chris Ballard about to swindle this motherfucker um, for, for Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz. That's what it sounds like. He's going to beat him in the head. This Howie Roseman dude out of, out of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, th- th- it's pretty much been a bit of a stalemate. Uh, you know, we got some news between last episode and this episode, but uh, for the most part, it's been a, it's been a stalemate between um, Philadelphia and the Colts. And then tech- as well, you know, Chicago's in the running as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on all this? Is Chris Ballard going to pull something off or is this just going nowhere? I mean, at this point, I think I'd rather him not pull something off. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not big on Wentz. Uh, adding Ertz 
doesn't really do much more for me anyway. He hasn't really, you know, shown any kind of flashes in the last two years. I'm just thinking, though, if Ballard were to, to give up the first pick, does that automatically make him look like the loser in the in the trade? Because, you know, he's been posturing this whole time. I'm not giving up a first-round pick. I'm not giving up a first-round pick. If he, you know, somehow concedes and says, all right, here's a first-round pick for, say, Wentz and Ertz, and then, uh, you know, does Roseman win? Right. It's it's such a strange thing. Initially, people would be like, oh, what's Chris Ballard doing? I know that's what I would say, um, giving up a first round for that and kind of going against what he uh, basically what he's been believing in, um, you know, and, and just just saying for this entire, you know, for his entire tenure, you know, we're, at least this past offseason, like they didn't even try to give up a first round pick reportedly for Matthew Stafford. We're going to do it. And I sure as shit wouldn't do it for Carson Wentz. Um, you know, if if for some reason Frank Reich, who has stated that he believes he can fix Carson Wentz, uh, reportedly, uh, we all know there's so many reports going on right now on Colts Twitter. Um, every time somebody's a free agent. Uh, Jimmy from the Colts says that Andrew Luck's coming back, <laughs> reportedly, again. Oh, again. Uh, never ends. Uh, <laughs> we, we're hitting that. You know what, though? It, it's it's funny. We, we crap on the Bills. We crap on bills fans but we're we're hitting that point where a couple years remember a couple years ago every time somebody hit the free agent market bills fans would be like oh man we need to hire him we gotta sign him right now what's that michael vick's a free agent gotta get him julio jones is free agent or up for trade or free agent we only got like negative two million in cap space gotta get him we've hit that point every single time somebody decent it's the free agent market or is reportedly up for trade. Colts fans are just like, yeah, I got to get them. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> My how the tables have turned. Uh, <laughs> hit that oh, the best part about that whole bit was, though, your your Bill's voice sounds just like my buddy Corey, who's just like the worst Bill's fan I know. <laughs> so that was a spot on Bill's impersonation. Way to go. Like that. I've been around it for a little while. That's that my that's great. that's my Bill's accent. That's my Bill's accent. <laughs> flawless. Absolutely <laughs> flawless. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the it's oh, it's like, all right, uh, there, there's so many people. That, I mean, so many players I want. I'm looking. All right. Well, we can get him. Uh, Trent Williams. He looks great. Oh, Alan Brown. He looks great. We are Bill's fans now. Everyone that, you know, isn't committed. Like Russell Wilson was, you know, going to get traded. And, oh, no, he's coming to the Colts now. You know, I saw so yeah. many little uh, Photoshop yeah. images of oh Wilson as a Colt. It, it's stupid. I hate us. <laughs> well, yeah, we've gotten so bitter. What is this, episode four or five? We've gotten so bitter in a matter of five weeks. Um, <laughs> but that's really what it is. That's really what it's become, too. I mean, Russell Wilson would be pretty cool. That, that I mean, that was a trade rumor I know. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson said some some stuff and some things, and Seattle's front office wasn't very happy with him. But it's like, yo, protect the dude or trade him. I wouldn't hate Russell Wilson in the Colts trade jersey. Him. We almost trade got him. him. If if Seattle did the, the rumor it because I think Russell Wilson was a third round pick. I think. Uh, to my understanding, if Russell Wilson had fallen to the Colts in that third or fourth round, whatever it was, that they would have picked him up, and we would have had Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson on the same team which would have been insane. Uh, And that would have been hugely career altering, but uh, that's neither here nor there, but it would be cool if it would happen. But I'm like, I, (laughs) they, they sort of picked, somebody posted a picture of uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra, and somebody goes, do these look like people who would do all right in Indianapolis? (laughs) Not like high class, like I, (laughs) right. They're all like fame, Hollywood and, and all this stuff. And, and, and it's it kind of made sense a little bit, but uh, you know, that, I mean, I could see Sierra with like a big monster cheeseburger in her hand <laughs> and just you know really right. hawing all over the place. They are very, yeah. they're very big city ish, but I don't know if Indianapolis could hold <laughs> this is the place for them. Um, I don't think so. So, but that was a rumor mill. But um, but yeah, so the the it goes on. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, it could happen as earlier as this week." You know, the trade finally happens. If he could somehow, I mean, like you said, I'm in agreement that I'm not really fully sold on, like, including Zach Ertz in the package. He's somebody who, to me, hasn't been relevant since the last time Carson Wentz was relevant. It's been that long. The injuries, you know, tight ends. We have some couple capable ones, but 
that's not the whole. That's not like that's it'd be cool to have them to, you know, if, if they're a package deal, you know, they have Carson come into Indianapolis with a weapon that he's very comfortable with. Would it help? Possibly. Uh, we've seen that work for Tom Brady and, and Gronk, but I, I do want to acknowledge that <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady and Gronk are up here. Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz are down here, but it would be, a, it, it, that would probably be the only thing that's, that's worth it. Um, I'm hoping the bears sucker themselves into it. You know, uh, I hope if, if he goes anywhere that that's where they go, um, that it goes to Chicago. I, I think Roseman said that if he doesn't move Carson Wentz this year, it's not a big deal, but it's like, you really want to go through that for another full season. The, 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 you know, the, the, <laughs> the hurts and Wentz uh, debacle again. I don't think Philadelphia fans would be too happy about that. You can't. I mean, honestly, with with that locker room being the way that it is, I mean, Hurts already is already working out with wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Wentz has lost the locker room. He's toxic. It's all hell, and it feels like Philly's just trying to recoup something for their damaged goods. All right, Hurts is uh, not who he was, so let's package him up with Wentz, get these two damaged goods out, and get as much value as we can. And you know, he's trying to he's trying to get one over on Ballard who's not going to sit for it. So if, if we can somehow get them for, you know, bag of chips, cool. But heck at this point, I'm not even cool with giving up like two seconds. I just, no, I, I agree. He hasn't proven to me that, you know, that he can be the, the quarterback that we all thought he was uh, in some years now. So I just, I don't want to take that risk. And and up looking like a, a big joke because we would be like the punchline of the NFL. Like, oh, you know, Indy got swindled in. You know, we're the swindlers. Ask the ask the Jets. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't need that anymore. We we don't like Colts fans. We've been punched yeah. in the face for the last decade. Uh, whether it's fake punt, whether it's Andrew Luck retiring, whether it's uh, trading or letting Peyton Manning go in free agency, whether it's signing, you know, having Curtis Painter be a starting game. quarterback. Uh, so much crap. We don't need it anymore. The flake gate. That's, that's another one. Uh, we don't need that any anymore. And yeah, if they bring like Carson Wentz in and, and it fails. Yeah, I'd be bad. It'd be bad. It'd be, it would, it would mar. I wouldn't have as much confidence in Chris Ballard. I think if they were to do that. Would it, would it affect yours Definitely at all? Definitely in the hot seat for sure. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I, ugh. No, he can't have that blemish. It's it's too big of a too big of a risk. I'd rather him trade up for a young quarterback and miss than trade for Wentz and Ertz and have that you know blow up in his face. I I certainly agree. Uh, one other you know other thing that was going along with this is that because this the talks to trade Carson and is have relatively stalled, uh, that Colts were in call for Sam Darnold over with the New York Jets. Give him to me. Give him to me. I want <laughs> Sam Darnold, damn it. All right? The kid's 23 years old. He's got some flashes. He can move. Like, I, I know like, he's been stuck in, you know, horrible Jets land, and, you know, Gase has been god-awful. But Wright can fix him. I know he can fix him. Wentz, uh, I'm not so sure about. He looks See, like he's just think, completely shot. I don't but, think Darnold needs much fixing. He needs growing. There's, no, I, I, right. I, yes. I don't think there's much... he's 23 years old. Damn it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it. I 100% agree. I I think and it's crazy to think, right? Sam Darnold's this this unproven talent who I think you and I could agree. We have not seen his ceiling yet. Uh, the Jets have just continuously taken away, taken away, taken away from him. And he still performed as best as he possibly could. But, you know, oh, man, I, it, it's weird to think like that's the thing like versus that where. I mean, Carson Wentz, we've seen his ceiling. He hasn't touched it in a couple years. He hasn't really reached out and touched that ceiling in a couple years where Sam Darnold just needs the right spot. And I know, I think Sam Darnold wants to stay in New York. I think that's the general consensus. Uh, you know, and, and they have a high draft pick. The Jets do. You know, if they, if they keep Sam Darnold, though, it would probably help him out a wide receiver or something else. But uh, I'm all on board with uh, with the idea of, of and you probably wouldn't have to give up too much for a Sam Darnold type. I don't I think they they the Jets front office last year tried to get him like 
graded, like use a card or a comic book or something uh, to see where, how much his trade value is. And they, they were talking like a third round pick and, you know, you get him young, cheap, could be a, could be a big deal. I would, I would be very much okay with that. I've, yeah. I watched Sam Darnold I'd, play I'd, last year. I'd go year. as high as a second. Yeah. Yeah. With like a conditional. Yeah. I'm for that. You know, he's a, uh, Sam Darnold's a gamer. That's my bottom line thing of him. He's a gamer. And I watched that dude play with so much heart, despite all the crap around him, taking off for like a 70, not 70 might be an over-exaggeration, but taking off for a big old run. Um, uh, you know, against, I think it was the Denver game. He took off for a big run, played. He was playing hurt. Yeah. I'm like, man, this dude, this dude, this is somebody who I'd like to see. He, he has that, that toughness and integrity um, that I, like, I would like to see in a Colts uniform. And it's cool, too, because, you know, he's 23 years old and we wouldn't ask a whole lot out of him in our offense. Just, hey, don't turn the ball over. you got a great offensive line in front of you, so you're not going to be worried about getting hit. We've got a great run game. We've got a great defense. We're not going to ask you to put up five, you know, five touchdowns a game. Just play within yourself. Learn from Reich. Um, I I really think he could do some great things. And then also maybe sign uh, maybe like a Flacco or a, a Fitzpatrick, somebody kind of help groom him. I mean, that start. I'd be all, all in a, a kind of just sit there behind him. Yeah. Absolutely. I, It'd be great. I think so. You know, and, and if it pans out, if it does happen to pan out, you make, you, you make this trade for Sam Darnold. Does it happen to pan out? You got your guy. <laughs> you got your guy. <laughs> um, and you don't have to worry about the quarterback position anymore. Like it's, you know, if, I mean, of course there's a lot of ifs, if it, the trade happens, if Sam Darnold works out, but um, you could take, I think a, that might be, I think that's more of a feasible option than trading up in this draft and taking a chance on somebody. I just, that's, that's my opinion. I think Sam Darnold is the most likely, um, mo- most likely option. Uh, there's the best, maybe the best possible option at this point in, in my personal opinion. I, I just, I, we talked about it last week at, for, you know, at nauseum, how much we just do not want Carson Wentz. Don't want him. But I think Darnold, honestly, out of stay all- away. <laughs> we don't want you, Wentz. Uh, I, you know, out of ev- everybody, every possible option that's been exhausted, I think Dak Prescott's like off the table. Dallas plans to franchise tag him. Um, I think Darnold's the most, le- the best possible thing for it, where we won't have to give up too much for him. You know, if we go after Carson Wentz and Zach, what Zach? Ertz, you're going to be giving up quite a bit for him. Um, you know, if you have to move up in this draft in a very quarterback heavy draft where a lot of teams need quarterbacks, there's a lot of quarterback uncertainty out there right now. You're going to have to pay big to move on up. If you can get Darnold for a second or third, take it 100% take it and use those, use your picks to just build and build around them. Exactly. And again, if he's not the guy, you know, you've got Eason sitting there that might be able to, to do something further on down the road maybe next year two years from now you know when Darnold kind of flames out uh there's somebody in the draft that we can probably try and go get or Dak Prescott you know if he gets franchise tag again this year he's gonna be a free agent next year yeah so I say just show a little patience don't go all in for once you know get what you can for Darnold then roll the dice man come on Ballard you're if you're listening you probably are I know we're a pretty big deal so just do that (laughs) all right I, I certainly agree. Um, next bit of news is uh, I forgot where I seen it from, but it was prom- it was pretty prominent on Twitter. I think it was out of a out of a, an interview with with T. Y. Hilton. Is that he's all in on free agency? I don't know if we talked about this last week, but the rumor is that T. Y. is the, it's I've seen it quite a bit uh, that he's probably going to be moving on in free agency. Uh, I'm guessing not at not, not getting his price that he's asking for. There is one other individual, too, that reported today that is probably not getting his price, and that is cornerback Xavier Rhodes, who we really wanted to uh, we really wanted to see return. It is possible that he could find his way back here for a cheaper deal, but uh, he's just apparent again, rumored. I can only go on with what what's rumored. Uh, Ballard and the Colts offered him a little bit less than nine million dollars, which is about his market value, maybe a little bit. Less than that, and I don't think it's going to be enough to uh, to keep Rhodes, especially after the season he had last year. Um, 
the only bonus I see coming. I, I, I've been hearing a lot of speculation about this whole uh, cap being so much lower than the people previously thought it would be. Yeah. That people aren't going to be taking these big flyers on on vets. They're going to try and really retain their own people. And maybe, maybe that helps us with roads and not getting into a bidding war. But I, I'm going to miss Rhodes. I'm going to miss Hilton too. I mean, if it came down to it, who would you rather have? You can only keep one, Hilton or Rhodes. Oh, Jesus. That's a tough place to put me in on the spot. I would <laughs> probably for longevity, I would probably say, because Rhodes is still on the young side, right? He's only like, what, 20? I think he's turning 30. Oh, you think he might be that old? I think oh. he's turning 30. Let me let me yeah. do some Googling. It all it honestly depends on that age. If it if he's if he's up there, if he's almost turning 30, I would say probably TY. Um if he's not, if he's on the younger side, I want I would want Rhodes back, especially considering what else is at cornerback for us. Um <coughs> Rockison. Um <laughs> uh he'll be 31 in June. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm in a tough spot. This is a this is a cool this is a uh this is a tough predicament. But oh <laughs> I don't know. Like at, at that position, like it's tough because both these positions, the older you get, the I feel like TY Hilton still has a little bit if if that's the case, I think that TY Hilton a little bit more longevity than Rhodes. I would have liked to see Rhodes return for at least one or two years, but Oh man, it's one of both. <laughs> but honestly, that that that, <laughs> that free, if if that's the case, that's I mean that's that's probably you know a little a little cheaper option that you know uh, you explore in free agency or maybe the draft. It saves us some money to make room for something else. But because uh, you know that Bauer doesn't want to blow all of his money. That's blow all the cap space. No. That's been his biggest thing too. He leaves a nice cushion. Excuse me. In case something happens, say, in case something comes up. He leaves a nice little cushion. So, um, so yeah, that was that was some tough news today. The Rhodes one, uh, surprise, surprising. Ty Hilton was probably a little bit more surprising than, than the Rhodes one. I just, I wanted to believe that both would come back, but I, I think I understand what Ballard's going for here. Yeah, you know, I um, just being a, a cold lifer and just loving the team for so long. I wish Hilton would retire as a Colt. Yeah. I don't want to see him do the same thing Reggie Wayne did and go to like a, you know, to New England or somewhere. And it's just, it's not, it's not a good look. So TY should just retire a Colt, but I, I don't see the skill being what he wants to be compensated for. Rhodes, uh, you know, he had a really good year and he does, he deserves to cash out one more time. He's probably not going to be as good next year as he was this year. So he wants to capitalize and get as much money as he can. And I get that. And same thing with TY, that's what he wants. But I I think Rhodes next year would be better than TY next year. Maybe, unless TY goes to Green Bay and just balls out being the third option on a stacked package. Yeah. So they're saying, I mean, they say if he does explore free agency, that Miami is most likely to grab him, which I think he'd be a valuable asset down there too. Lord knows that they need um, help at the wide receiver position, but I think, yeah, I think that's about it for, for news. Yeah. I don't think there's, it's been really slow, which is good for us. Good for this podcast. Yeah, let's keep it slow. Like, yeah, slow and no wins. I, have a, I just have a, <laughs> I just have a very, very bad feeling, but um, all right. So we're going to play a game today. Last week we did the trivia game. I did. Okay. Brandon put together a very nice game. I did. All right. Um, this one I'm looking forward to see because Brandon is, if you haven't noticed already, Brandon is a very <laughs> emotional person, like an exciting way. Not like, I, e- I call not it like perf- emo. Purposeful but, passion. Okay? okay. Purposeful passion. I like that That's phrasing better. I like that phrasing much better. He's not like emo emotional, but he's very, very passionate. So what we have today uh, is I have a bunch of names, phrases, m- some moments in Colts lore. And what I want Brandon to do is when I say who they are, is to tell me his the first things that come to mind when uh, when when I this say this could that. be bad. This could be bad. There's a lot. There's certainly a lot. So I hope you're ready. Uh, let me just make sure. Let's see. You got 
that on. Okay. All right. So your first one. Here we go. I'm going to put the wheel app right next to the microphone. <laughs> Eric Ebron. Drops. Go back to Detroit, you bum. Oh, man. You can only get, <laughs> go off with one good quarterback. And you're just the worst on Twitter. Why do you argue with little fans all the time? You're a billion, like a millionaire. Go. I hate you. Just I hate you. This you're is great why, at Madden, though. This is, <laughs> this is why we play the game. All right. Next one. <laughs> Man, all the good ones are coming off early. The Buffalo Bills. <laughs> there aren't enough words in Webster's Dictionary to drum up the contempt and the pure hatred that I have for the vile, vile word that is Buffalo and Bill. God, I hope you all just choke on some drumsticks with some blue cheese or a piece of celery. You absolutely disgraceful, pathetic excuses for football fans. Oh, Eat a dick. (laughs) This is, again, this is why we play the game. Next one. Darius Leonard. Oh, my God. Oh, captain, my captain. He put out a... uh... A statement the other day saying, hey, if you're a free agent and you think about coming to Indy, you know, if you're soft and you don't want to play defense, don't even bother because that's what we do here. That's all our culture. I just can we already put up a statue for him? Yeah, I love him. I'm I want my it. son to be like Darius Leonard. He He's amazing. And every cult should be like him. He He is what you want out of a leader. He's the best. He really is the best. I did love that statement. If uh, if go find it on Twitter, if you didn't haven't seen it. Uh, it's not very hard to find. Trust me. It's uh, very, it, it's, it was good to see. Cause I don't think I've ever seen anything like that from a player before on social media. I know like and not, not from the our Colts, defense. Like, like our defense is NFL. known for being weak. Yeah. Yeah. And in soft and he's changed that whole thing around in three years and he's the man. He's just, he really is the man. I'm so happy he's on our team. Absolutely. All right. Next one. Super Bowl 41. Us, man. Us. We're there. Like it's it's us. It has our name on it. I love it. And that halftime show, huh? Prince? Best halftime show. Best of all time. Best of all time. Absolutely. Of all time. Absolutely. The rain coming down. It's just the absolute best. And it's better than that other uh, Super Bowl that we want to talk about. Well, that's what you think. All right, next one. <laughs> Scott Tolzine. Scott, um, I'm sure you're a nice man. I'm sure that your family loves you. But never pick up a football while wearing the Colts logo ever again. Thank you. (laughs) I'm actually sad that these aren't getting as spread out as I would have liked, but it is a random app. Fake punt. Again, Chuck, Chuck Pagano, I'm sure that you're a nice man. I'm sure that your family loves you. You're a hero, but who the hell? No, I'm not even going to go that off on it because Pat McAfee said it, it should never have been snapped. Um, uh, I forgot who he blamed it on, but like Pagano went through thinking they weren't going to snap the ball at all. Just dumb, absolutely dumb and just ugly and I hate that I get made fun of for one play and everyone knows who it was. Oh, fake snap or fake punt. <laughs> You're like the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. Next one. The Patriots. If you thought my hate for the Bills was bad, I mean, that's nothing compared to the cheating, lying, ball deflating, piece of garbage just evil empire that is bill belichick and the patriots so when i saw cam newton not be able to complete a four yard out this year made me laugh when all other players decided hey you know there's 
this like you know pandemic going on and instead of getting our dicks bashed in by bill belichick for for so long we're just going to sit at home and collect a paycheck i i might have like jerked it to that thought <laughs> knowing all the defensive stars are going to be sitting out it was so good I, I hope you guys never sniff the playoffs again. I hope the Bills just dominate you and just push in your buttholes for the next 20 years because your pieces <laughs> are garbage and no one likes seeing you in the league. Did, did you see, uh, did you happen to come across Cam Newton's uh, touchdown highlight video this, this past weekend? It came out. It was 23 seconds long. It was, short- <laughs> <laughs> it was the shortest highlight reel I've ever seen in my life. That was so bad. But all right. That's awesome. 23 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> next, next one. Chris Ballard. Oh, you're the man. Honestly, just could you adopt me and just keep on being the GM Perch team? Honestly, you, you get so much hate from uh, Dan Dockich and other stupid people. Oh, you know, Grinson did this. And no, no, no. You know, at least Grinson won and he'd be playoff game, blah, blah, blah. Shut your mouth. We're lucky to have Chris Ballard and the world's better off for having Chris Ballard. So go, Chris, go. You can do no wrong. Absolutely agree. Next one. Uh, recently retired, Anthony Costanzo. Big man. Uh, always loved you. You know, I think he was Grigson's only good draft pick besides, you know, Andrew Luck and T.Y. Um, he was there when we needed him. It, it kind of stinks that yeah, he went out the way that he did. It wasn't able to play in that playoff game. Had he played, I think we would have wiped the floor with this, you know, the, the Jills over there in Buffalo. Um, I just, you know, it's just, he's so consistent. It's just the injury sucked and hopefully we can replicate that with either a, a rookie or just a, a free agent, but we need someone as good as, as he was on absolutely, that line. Absolutely agree. Next one. Trent Richardson. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to make fun of him, you know, cause I, I have some friends that they suffer from, you know, being infertile. So it's also hard for them to find a hole. And I just, I just wish that we kept that, that draft pick. And instead of getting you, we got literally any other player on the face of the planet. Um, so yeah, no, I'm not going to go that hard on you, but just that. You, do you think when, he, when he's in the missionary position, he tries to make love to like the, <laughs> oh, the, the, the knee pit, the knee pit? <laughs> <laughs> back of the knee. How does it feel? Uh tickles a little bit. <laughs> I had to ask. I don't know if a, you, a if little you, bit higher. <laughs> almost there, hon. Um, yeah, I, I had to ask your opinion on that one. Next one. Adam Vinatieri. No, Adam. You're the GOAT for a reason. You're great. You're awesome. But I solely blame you for us not going to the Super Bowl last year. You know? <clears throat> Brissett was playing great, and then, you know, he had to kind of run for his life, and you screwed up kicking so many balls the wrong way, and you were hurt. I know you were hurt. You knew you were hurt, and instead of just, you know, kind of taking the rest of the season off, you were a gamer and champed through it. Unfortunately, that hurt the rest of our team because we were missing easy field goals and extra points. And I think we lost about two games, that Pittsburgh game especially, because of your leg. Yeah. So if you were to just, you know, maybe go on IR for a little bit, we went for the playoffs, we had to wipe the floor with everybody, including that Kansas City team for the second time <laughs> that year. And uh, we would have won the Super Bowl because I'm an optimist and that's what I think. So I need a scapegoat. Unfortunately, you're the GOAT, so you'll be my scapegoat. GOAT. I like that. I like that. Next one. DeForest Buckner. I love him. I love him. Uh, I Darius Leonard is like the, the the boombastic, loud, expressive leader on the defense, and then Buckner is the guy that just goes out there and shows you how to how to lead on that team. He is a force. I would have gave up three first round draft picks for him when Bell first made the move. I was a little hesitant because hey, you know, we could have got. Uh, a good defensive tackle at 13 last year. No, nope. We got an ungodly otherworldly all pro defensive tackle that that's going to anchor our defense for the next five years. Cause he is a stud. They don't make him honestly, the only other lineman 
in the whole NFL I'd rather have would be freaking uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. I'm saying a lot. So, but I love you. You'll, he'll probably be in the next jersey I get because he's the man. No, oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Next one. Edge. Edger and James. Edge. Oh, God. Um, we're going to go there for the Hall of Fame induction. I Probably my favorite Colts running back of all time in the, you know, Jonathan Taylor's kind of slowly getting there a bit. He's got, some, he's got, he's got to work it up. <laughs> he's got a some bit, years but, to go. Yeah. He's got yeah. some work to do, but yeah. uh, Edge is just, he was so much fun to watch running the ball and just his style and his swagger. Those Colts teams were so vanilla and bland. And he brought the edge and like the, the, the gold teeth and the dreads. He was just, he was fun and just he did aggressive bring a little bit of swagger. mean and nasty. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he was, he was awesome. And I would love to frequent one of his gentleman establishments in Miami as well. <clears throat> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. someday. <laughs> Robert Mathis. The man. Uh, excellent follow on Twitter. If you don't want to follow yeah. him on Twitter, you should. God, what I would do to like have him on the line right now. He, he was just nasty and mean and didn't get nearly an, enough credit as he should have by the like, mainstream media. Luckily, I think he did win Defensive Player of the Year one year uh, when he had like 24 sacks. He's just stupid ridiculous. He's so freaking good. And one of the main reasons why you know, those Colts teams were so good because they let him just – go kill the quarterback, him and Freeney, just go kill the quarterback. Just That's it. No stunts. Don't worry about the run game. You see that guy with the ball in his hands, get the ball out of his hands. And yeah. that's what he did. The, the, the forced fumble sack is should be called the, the Mathis play because that's all he did was get that ball out of there. And during the luck years when he really just kind of catapulted that defense single-handedly, we had no players on that defense. Yes. And he did everything by himself. God, man, I missed Mathis. I believe it. I believe it, as do I, as do I. Dallas Clark. Mr. Old Reliable. Um, crazy, just his repertoire with, or his, I'm sorry, repertoire, his rapport with Manning and, and how he always just seemed to be open at the right time was mind-boggling to me, and it kind of made football a little boring. All right, well, here goes Dallas Clark for a good six yards first down. All right, all right well, that's what's going to happen every time. But I... I wish we had someone like that. Now, Doyle's kind of like the new Dallas Clark, you know, not flashy, just bring your, you know, work pail to lunch kind of, or your lunch pail to work kind of guy, and, you know, uh, coach's son, you know, tenacity, just all those stupid little sayings <laughs> about people. That's, that's what Dallas Clark was. And uh, great player. Great yeah, player. Absolutely. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, if you don't go make out with your son with some avocado <laughs> ice cream, you can't even drink the right way. Like, who gets carried off a boat uh, after being the Super Bowl MVP? That's not my MVP. That's not my goat. You, you look like a you know a, a 22-year-old little blonde girl getting dragged out the bar for her first time. Hee, hee, hee. I had so many apple teenies. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I hate you. You're not the goat. All your little Super Bowls you've won were, have been flukes. I, I mean, you're good, all right? I, I'll give you that. But, the, oh, the GOAT won another Super Bowl. No, that defense won in that Super Bowl. Shut up. God, I hate him. He gets all the credit and none of the blame all the time. And it just, I hate him because he's so good. I hate him. But I just go suck at Tom Brady. Ugh. Shut up. Tennessee Titans. Who? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Say no more. <laughs> Frank Reich. The man. Uh, again, when we were hiring Josh McDaniels, it didn't kind of sit right with me. It was like, all right, cool. We're taking uh, one of Brady's weapons away. Sounds good. But then when he left, oh, he like you know turned the plane around and said, nope, sorry, I'm rejecting the offer. And we got Frank Reich. Right away, I knew it was going to work. You know, they just had like 600 yards in Super Bowl, beat Tom Brady, and it, it just felt like this is a Colts guy. This is a Colts hire. He's he's a, a good man. Uh, he's not loud. He's not angry. He doesn't throw things. He's just very cool, calm, calculated. 
but he loves football. He knows football and he can scheme up some freaking great plays. I am all in on him being the next coach. Him and Ballard just hey, handcuff until they start sucking in 10 years. Give him like a 10 year window, please. I want this to be like uh, give him the Gruden. Give him the Gruden treatment. We have this head coach for a long time. Yes, give him the Gruden treatment. But lifetime contract. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Jack Doyle. Cool. I you know just I don't have any great feelings about Jack Doyle. I don't have any negative feelings about Jack Doyle. He's Jack Doyle. He is like uh, he's like toilet paper. Happy that he's there. When he's not there, I'll miss the hell out of him. <laughs> For sure. But it's not like, yeah, man, I really got some great toilet paper. You know, I just, oh, I'm, I'm very happy you're here. Thank you for being my toilet paper, Jack Doyle. Curtis Painter. <laughs> Honestly, no. I love you, Curtis Painter. You're the reason why we got Andrew Luck. You know, had you been any kind of serviceable, decent quarterback, we wouldn't have gone like, you know, one in 15. So thank you. Thank I like you. I like your optimistic spin on that. I do. <laughs> Marvin Harrison, Mister beating people up with baseball bats. Um, what do we got for Marvin Harrison? <laughs> I love him. I I think he is top five wide receiver of all time. I actually got some heat from one of my good friends uh, from last week's show when I said that Calvin Johnson did not deserve to be our first ballot Hall of Famer because oh. Marvin Harrison and. Uh, T.O. weren't. Oh, of course, you know, Calvin Johnson, first ballot Hall of Famer. No, he's not top 30 in any wide receiving stat at all. He had a great eight years, didn't win a playoff game, went 0-16 in one time. Calvin Johnson, not a Hall of Famer. Want to know who's a Hall of Famer? A guy that's top five in every single wide receiving major stat ever. That's Marvin Harrison. Oh, well, he had Peyton Manning throwing the ball. It doesn't matter. He still had to catch the ball, run the routes. Marvin Harrison is the man. If you don't think so, go up to his bar in Philly. He'll beat it into your head. You'll know that he's the man. <laughs> Chuck Pagano. Well, uh, you know, we're just going to keep on chucking wood over here, Ron. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, mac and cheese. We'll cheese and mac. Oh, mac and cheese. So we're going to call a running back, Tanner. Mac and cheese. What, what was that one about him, like, doing an album? Like, you know, I literally like that album. And, oh, my God. Like the last year, two years of Pagano, just embarrassing. Good, great guy, great guy. Oh yeah, but man, he was he not bailed out by Andrew Luck skill like all the time. Yeah, no, oh, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Peyton Manning, the sheriff, the go. Uh, he is my goat. He is the best quarterback who's done the most with the less, at least in my honest opinion. Tom's got the hardware, so yeah, okay, he's the best champion. But you tell me that Tom Brady has ever played football uh, the highest level like Peyton Manning has. Watching Peyton just surgically like just dissect teams was just pure ecstasy for me on Sundays. Just watching him methodically go up and down the field, take his shots, you know, or check down to this run. We're moving this guy over this way. Him at the line of scrimmage is art. It's like watching Mozart, you know, conduct uh, or just make music. It's like watching freaking Michelangelo with a paintbrush. Peyton Manning is God on football field, okay? Okay. And if we can get him back, I would cream, but just... I'm happy he's finally embracing the Colts culture again, again. instead of, yeah. you know, yeah. I concur. Pat McAfee. God, I love him. He, he's more entertaining than any human being has any right to be. And it's anything he does, whether it was, you know, punting balls or speaking to microphones, wrestling, doing promos, uh, you know, putting together this media conglomerate he's got. He's just too damn talented for his own good, and he just, he can't lose. He doesn't miss. Pat McAfee does not miss. It's just oh. insane to me. Yeah, he's funny as hell. Uh, he's a hard-ass worker, and he's just, he's a, he's a, he seems like a good dude, someone I'd want to go have a beer with and then maybe jump into uh, the pond or waterfall. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, former Colts number one overall pick, John Elway. <laughs> A little outside the <sighs> box on this one. 
you know, uh, I, I don't see why people hold, hold him in such high regard as a quarterback. Uh, top 10, okay. Yeah, I give him top 10. People say, oh, top three of all time, top five. No, he's okay. Um, I, again, I'm going to hate him because of what, how he spurred Colts Nation and didn't want to play as a Colt. He's a big old puss and kind of like Jim Kelly in that aspect, too. He had two, two just big old pusses. Um, Fuck Jim Kelly. <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't like him. No. I don't like him. All right. Tony Dungy. Again, if someone would like to adopt me and just raise me as their own. Tony Dungy would be that guy. I, I again, I, I think he should come back and coach some other team that's not the Colts because I think he was great, and he's a great leader of men. Um, the the NFL could use more guys like Tony Dungy. I agree. I certainly agree. Big Q, Quentin Nelson. Don't draft a guard into that pick. Blah 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 blah. Do you see what happened once we drafted Big Q? We had the worst offensive line for probably a decade, a straight decade of having the worst offensive line ever, ever, ever. You, you get one guy, one guy, well, and Brainsmith in the second round, but one man <laughs> named Big Q, that pancake stacking mother, I love you, and having Baldy's breakdowns every Monday at their Big Q game and just having him salivate over Quentin Nelson is a highlight of my life. I need those. Oh, there goes Big Q. Like, look at him get his hands on him. Go, Big Q. Go. God. Yeah, no, uh, I love you, Big Q. Just don't eat me. Bob Sanders. Probably my favorite defensive player for the Colts of all time. Watching him just murder people and throw his body around recklessly. It sucks that you know, he couldn't stay healthy because he just played with such reckless abandon. For the, it just... He was the man, the reason why we won the Super Bowl. And we wouldn't have gotten anywhere we, we, we did um, if it wasn't for him and clamping down that defense uh, against like Baltimore, the, the first game of the playoffs. And then uh, I think Kansas City the next. He just – he made that defense go. So thank you, Bob. And sorry that you're probably not going to be able to walk in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, we have a cool – I'm not going to say quite a few more. Let's do three more. Let's do three more. Brandon's been going on for a little while, so I appreciate your patience. <laughs> Uh, our owner, Jim Irsay. Man, uh, again, I think we went off like on this big diatribe about him last game or last uh, show or the show before. He's the man, and he's the best owner in, in the NFL. Um, maybe the Roonies might be able to rifle him, but he's just he's so passionate about his team. Uh, he's so humble. He he want, he's the first to give, and he's just, he just wants to win, and he wants to win so bad. You could tell, and he's just an awesome, awesome guy. He'll do anything for his team, for his fans, for his players. I love him, and I, I know that he has his demons, and he faces them head-on like anyone should. Uh, that's even more commendable. So keep on doing you, Big J. You're the man. Absolutely. All right, two more. T.Y. Hilton. I love you. But they always say, if you love something, you got to let it go. So unfortunately, I'm letting you go. But if you come back to me, that means that you're really mine all along. Thank you, T.Y. <laughs> Thank you, T.Y. All right, last one. Oh, Houston Texans. Houston Texans. I'm going to say this very slowly so that everyone could understand every word coming out of my mouth. When you trade... Hopkins away for nothing for a running back when you release J.J. Watt for nothing when you let Clowney go for nothing and yet you spend what two first round picks for Laramie Tunsil and his just super set of lungs he has on him and Deshaun Watson is just sitting there waiting in the wind just ready to go I hope you never win a game I'm here for you it. trash franchise. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, that is it. Let me just read off the other uh, categories that we didn't get to talk about. Uh, Jackson, uh, the Jaguars, Mike Vanderjack, Ryan Grigson, 
Uh, Reggie Wayne, Jeff Saturday, Bill Poley, and Dwight Freeney, Andrew Luck. Uh, nope, too soon. Yeah, yeah. J- Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, and Tracy Porter. But maybe another time. Maybe God, another time. I would have gotten into the Porter. Thank God that didn't one. Oh, that would have been. That's what I wanted. CC, I, 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 really I didn't realize they put so many on here, but. Regardless, uh, that is our first reaction game. I'm sure we're going to have other games and stuff for you. As, uh, you know, if there's no news to talk about, we're going to find other ways to entertain you. So to our listeners, the, 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 the hashtag Colts Army, as we're calling you, we thank you so much for your support. Brandon, take us home. All right. <clears throat> We've had some dark days, Colts Nation. We've all had dark days. Um, go back. Imagine the time you got a bad test, uh, a bad test grade, and you just dreaded bringing that report card back home to your parents to see. All right. Remember that time that you finally got the, the confidence and the, the swagger to, to go up to that girl, to that guy and say, Hey, I like you. Let's go on a date. And they just blatantly say no and just reject you. Remember that time that you got that alert saying Andrew Luck retiring from the NFL. Okay. All those times hurt. They sucked. We don't like those times, Mm-mm. but We've grown from them. We're stronger than we were those days. So when you get that alert, saying that Chris Ballard has traded two second-round picks for Carson Wentz, and you get that same feeling of disgust, that same feeling of anguish in the pit of your stomach, you just think ahead to brighter days, better nights, when after about week four, Carson Wentz either breaks down physically or mentally, curls up in a ball, and goes away somewhere, and we got Jacob Eason throwing piss missiles just down, up and down the field, leading us to the, the glory, glory land. You just know that we've made it through the darkest night and the darkest days. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your week. Go Colter for me. Hoorah. shopping day <laughs> oh hello mr cashier hello mrs card pusher hello how are you doing today let's see what the old wife put on the uh the shopping list today let's see what um let's see number one we got a uh chris hamsworth oh that doesn't seem right i don't i don't think those they sell those here uh must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy, this is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on bicbp-radio.com. Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.